Do you ever wonder what would happen if, well, if... If you give a dad a podcast. I'm what you call a nerdy fan. I nerd out at this stuff. Hardcore. You'll hear me talk about anime on here. You'll hear me talk about Power Rangers. You'll hear me talk about wrestling on here. Okay. Had an axe handle with a twisted T on it. <laughs> right after that <laughs> twisted T video went viral. And man, they went out and grabbed it and smacked you in the head with it. It was so... That's great. I'd like to think of this podcast as a nostalgia moment for me. It's a show where I can talk about whatever I want. I'm a, I'm a human and I'm a chiropractor. There was a picture of me. It looked like I was on the side of a ramen box over in China. But... <laughs> so I took my kids with me to Comic-Con. I thought that was really cool. Well, I don't know if my wife should listen to this podcast. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> you know, you be like, and then Robert said this. <laughs> if you give a dad a podcast, available now on all podcasting platforms. Did you ever wonder what could have been with the AWA had things gone differently? Had their fortunes gone differently? Had certain wrestlers not left and perhaps more money would have been at the disposal of the Ganyas? Well, wonder no further. You can go to Brad Drake's YouTube channel and experience the 1987 Supermod for yourself. As Brad Drake starts off in May 1987, along with Greg Ganya, Baron Von Rotschke, Vern Ganya himself, Nick Bockwinkle, Larry Zabisco, Kurt Hennig, and a slew of others as he plays and saves the AWA. Hello everyone, this is Brian Ferguson, the host of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I want to tell you about a new podcast out called Fouls Count Anywhere. It is a classic pro wrestling podcast that brings you the legends of wrestling with true wrestling fans Chris DiCarlo and Charlie Turner. They bring on guests that are legends in this business, as well as wrestlers of today, promoters, referees, you name it. They have them on there, folks. And I encourage you to listen to them. If you're on YouTube, watch them. They drop every Saturday. They have their podcast. They drop it in the afternoon. So look forward to that podcast coming out. Falls Count Anywhere podcast with Chris DiCarlo and Charlie Turner. Folks, you will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. And enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today was a star of the 1970s and 80s in the Central States, Florida, and Mid-South. He held the NWA Central States Heavyweight and Tag Team titles on numerous occasions, as well as the Southern Heavyweight title and Mid-South Single and Tag Team titles. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Mike George. Mike, thanks for coming on today. Oh, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that very much. You bet. And my pleasure. Uh, I'm glad you were able to come on today. I know you and uh, Jerry Oates are good friends, and he said I could... Uh, call you and get you on here so i appreciate it my friend yeah jerry was one of the first ones i met was end up being a real close friend and you know a guy that uh <laughs> told me one time i ought to quit and go home 
<laughs> all right. That's well, so I'm, I'm, glad we, uh, I'm glad you didn't. I'm sure a lot of people are. So let's talk a little bit about, okay, so uh, Mike, uh, talk a little bit about where you're from and, and growing up and, and things like that, if you would, please. Okay. I'm uh, from originally from St. Joseph, Missouri. Okay. That was the the town that a uh, lot of lot of uh, old time wrestlers came out of there. Gus mm-hmm. Karras was was the promoter up there, and uh, that's where I got my start. I enjoyed it. I uh, wrestled in high school, and I figured I could do it in pro. I saw a friend of mine, um, uh, Ed Wiskowski, was trying to get in the business. Then he got in a real bad car accident. So I said, well, I can do that. I got a hold of him, got him back in the gym, got him working out, and we used to go work out each other. We, we'd, uh, <laughs> we'd about kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a good cauliflower ear. He gave me a knot on my top of my head or on my forehead that's still there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, did you go to college or anything after high school? No, I started. I just it wasn't for me. Yeah. I just no. I I I tried. I got. I was into weightlifting at, at that time. I was okay. going to a uh, uh, weightlifting competition for. Uh, this was when they had the bench. I mean the squat. I mean uh, the powerlifting, which was the right. uh, standing press, the snatch, and the clean and jerk. I, okay. That's what was I got into doing to that. Uh, I went all over here. I was ranked fourth in the nation in Junior Olympic. Which oh, surprised wow. me. <laughs> wow, that's great. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk about getting into the business. So uh, who you said you were went up to, uh, in St. Joe there. Were you trained up there, and who were you trained by? Yeah, I were tra- trained up there. Basically, uh, Ronnie Edson would work out with us. Uh, I had another guy. Forgive me, I can't remember his name. He was... He was in the business. He was just uh, a local guy up there, mm-hmm. and uh, Gus used him. But it, that was a long time ago. I got I talked him into it. He come up there and he'd work out with us. We had a, at the old auditorium. They had a a, a mat set up, mm-hmm. and him and me would and whoever else I could find in there to go with me, we'd go in there and work out. And uh, I'd say Sunny. Sonny did too, Sonny Etch, uh, Sonny uh, Myers, but um, basically we just, that was later on, you know, I, we talked a lot when we rode and everything else, mm-hmm. and ideas and uh, how to carry yourself and everything else, and uh, Roddy Eston was the most of it though, but I never smoked a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he never smoked those cigars and and drink his beer and eat the potato chips, well that's what I remember about Ronnie the most. <laughs> <laughs> After you got done training, um, what territory did you head to uh, first? When I yeah, when I first started, I went to Atlanta. Uh, okay. Jody Hamilton got me in there. Gus got a hold of them, and they get, they went sent me over there. I was mm-hmm. there about two months. I was horrible, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when that's when. Uh, Jerry said, you ought to quit. And <laughs> 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 then they sent me to Florida. And basically with the, with the amateur background, I had a good time down there. We had a, a chance to work out at the sportatorium down down there at the, the old uh, 
when we did TV ad and everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, there's a bunch of us there, and they're all at one time. We'd be in there working out. And uh, and uh, Matt Suda, he was the one that was, like, training us. Yeah. It, was, it was a good experience. I mean, it was hot down there in that place. Yeah. We used to go in there. They wouldn't turn nothing on. They just had one light force in there, and the ring was set up, and we'd work out. We'd do the exercises, then we'd just then we'd get in there and, and shoot. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Bob Orton uh, Jr., that was about his time. He was down there, too. All of it. There was a lot of us, so a lot of us. Yeah, George McCreary. George yeah. McCray was another one that was was a classic. He was a hell of an amateur, but yeah. uh, you couldn't tell by looking at his body. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some uh, stories from other wrestlers about Hiro Matsuda and his training style. Uh, oh, can yeah. you kind of tell us a little bit about your experience with, with him? Oh, it, it was vicious. I tell you, we'd, we'd be doing our jump squats, we'd be doing push-ups, we'd be doing all kinds of, then we get down and then we, then we do the, the, the amateur wrestling, hit the ropes, you know, just trying to keep balancing mm-hmm. just to see how far he'd make us go as far as we could go and almost throw up. Yeah. That's, that was to get you in shape. That was the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause once, once your legs gave out in the ring, you were, you weren't worth a darn. <laughs> you had to be in shape. Had to be in shape. Yeah. Now, I've been told that he did everything with you guys. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. But, he was a he was a hell of a hell of a wrestler. He really was. Yeah. I remember when he finally made it to uh, the junior heavyweight champion. I wrestled him up here in in St. Joe there. Just mm-hmm. when he came through junior heavyweight, I had a chance at him. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was like a like old the home week. I should have done <laughs> a bunch of jump spots right there, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I started uh, when I was doing a little research on you. Uh, Central States is where you uh, kind of first took off from what I've read with. Um, yeah. And you had a great tag team with uh, with Jim Brunzel. And, Jim Brunzel, him, it was like his first place he left. He came in mm-hmm. here and they put me and him together. We're both young, so. Yeah. And. Uh, that was it. All of a sudden, we were against uh, the, the champions. We were working against, going against them all the time. It was uh, uh, Roger Kirby and uh, uh, Lord Alfred Hayes. Yeah, two great guys. Yeah, yeah. Kind of miss miss both of them. Yeah, they're good. Guys. Miss both of them. Yeah. So, Kevin- I I worked with uh, with no um, uh, oh, Kirby the most all over the place down yeah. there in Florida. Okay. Everything else, yeah. So working with Jim, your chemistry, what was that? I mean, it was pretty... Oh, we got along great together. Yeah, yeah. There was no problems. That's good. I, Most, mean... I never really had any problem with any of them, really. Yeah. Any of my uh, partners. Uh, I went through a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, then I come back to I left or whatever else happened and I come back home and all of a sudden it was Bruns, uh, it was Jerry Oates yeah. but even when his brother was here yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wrestled with all of them I wrestled Jerry many many times Yeah. and same way with uh, Ted uh, Brunzel I never really 
we never had matches together. Okay. Never did. We were always singled, okay. singled out. Yeah. Working with Jerry, I bet you that was pretty, pretty, uh, fun. yeah, he was, <laughs> he always had energy. Yeah. Always had energy, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I enjoyed about him. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, beat each other up and just laugh and giggle at it if we didn't. <laughs> yeah. He said, who really taught you? I said, nobody. <laughs> he said, I can believe it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you ever have uh, the opportunity God, yeah. to go to Japan? I went, yeah, I went five different times. I enjoyed okay. it. I enjoyed that a whole bunch. Yeah. Really, that was the, the, crowning deal of my you might say my deal i got to go there see different places mm-hmm. uh i would I'd, I'd give anything to go there again yeah. just to but i, I enjoyed the wrestling because it was all you name it those guys were they were in shape mm-hmm. they were in shape i mean they were constantly and those young boys you <laughs> the old timers would, would get on them and boy they'd make them do stuff that was just you served your apprentice yeah. apprenticeship in there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good experience. Uh, I went for all, I think I went for every, every one of the companies over there. Okay. I enjoyed that. Okay. I was going to ask you, uh, who was probably your over there in Japan? They, they always say it's different over there. They've got a lot more, uh, I don't know, wrestling, I don't know how to say it, but uh, they say it's better over there. So opponent-wise, who was your probably one of your favorite opponents while you were over there that that you just had the the chemistry with in Japan? Uh, I had a couple of them, basically, Mm -hmm. with all all Japan, all Japan wrestler. Forgive me, I cannot remember the game. The main main one, the older guy, he was a sumo. All of them were sumos, though. Yeah. And... uh, then there was the one from Korea too. He was a, he didn't speak much English, but he he was a stout old man, yeah. and you didn't want to call him old man either. That's the thing. <laughs> <sure. laughs> and he he could all of them all of them are in good shape. All of them had legs on them that wouldn't quit, but they were yeah. good shape. All of them. Yeah. Uh, That's one of the main deals. They always were doing their their squats and jump squats and all that good stuff, yeah. and they're always working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was a place that uh, I, I couldn't find too many gyms to go over there to. Yeah, I had to bribe them basically, take <laughs> find me a gym so I could go work out. Yeah. and I'd go do that when we were on the road away from uh, down in downtown uh, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. There was another gym we used to go there all the time. I, but that that was another story though on that one. Yeah, there was that, that was the last about my last tour. Of, Working out over there with uh, uh, this one, the animal and and hawk were over there too. Okay, and that's the that's when I went over there. That's my last tour, okay. and that's when uh, yeah, hawk he uh, looked at me. He says, "If I look as good as you do when I'm your age, he says I'll be happy." And he didn't make it. <laughs> no, <laughs> he didn't make it. Unfortunately, yeah, too bad. Not. But that was kind of a compliment, though. <laughs> yes, you were. I mean, you back in your day, uh, you were a very stout guy. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and I remember you. Uh, I mean, I was a little kid, but I remember seeing you on TV, 
And I was always kind of surprised, really, that you didn't get... I mean, you got pushed, but I mean... I feel like you didn't get the push you really deserved. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, the problem with that is I couldn't tell a lot of stories. You know, I, was, mm -hmm. I wasn't the one behind the mic. I yeah. wasn't good at that. I could get in the ring and perform and do my job and, and uh, do things the other guys couldn't do. But, mm -hmm. but uh, it's just that the, the talking to me was the hardest part. It still is. Still is. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess, I guess they could have. I mean, there's given guys that have been, you know, world champions that they have a manager. They do all the lip service. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was kind of, I've just was always kind of surprised that because you're built so well, you have the look, you have the ability, obviously, in the ring, and I just felt, I've always felt that you and like, and also Jerry just. I really didn't think you guys got the push you all deserved. No, we were at the wrong, we were at the end of the era when the things were changing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the guys that could talk on the tube, that's the ones that got the, the push. Their yeah. work would suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I won't disagree. You won't disagree there, will you? Now, their yeah. work sucked. They couldn't do stuff but. Top wrist lock to an arm bar, they wouldn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All they could get when they're was punch, 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 kick. They didn't know what anything, you know, take down. They didn't know how to take guys down right, how to mm -hmm. do stuff. Yeah. And, you know, but at least I knew. Guys now are still afraid of me at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. If you're pretty stuck. Yeah, I'm because sure. they know what, they've seen what I can do to people that cause problems where I'm at. I work security at mm -hmm. 7th Street Casino downtown. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, if there's a problem, I was I was always right in there. I'm the one <laughs> would help finish the thing off, though. And sometimes the manager get involved, he gets you close, he get hooked, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Jerry, I remember one time on Jerry, we were working out. We were on TV, and he's... And uh, Watts had said, well, well, show us some of your workouts, too, when you your guys are in the uh, arena just before you get ready to go in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jerry said, okay, no problem. So I was I was the GOAT. Yeah. I was the GOAT. He he did a couple things. Then one time he got sat on my on my back up there, and I was doing push-ups with him sitting on my back. <laughs> and I said, what am I doing? I said, what am I doing? <laughs> he just laughed, sat up there like it was nothing. Yeah, wow. he was. He wasn't doing the work. I was. You were doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. I was doing the push-ups. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: yeah. uh, You worked a lot in the NWA. Did you ever work uh, with WWF or the AWA? Uh, the AWA, yes. The okay. WWF deal, no. That wasn't my deal. Mm -hmm. uh, I did one night basically for WWF. I got a call. We were just, we did uh, uh, matches in mm -hmm. for uh, Geigel here. We went to the to the penitentiary at uh, Leavenworth. We worked okay. there that day, and I got a, I got, ho got home. I got a call from, uh, uh, I want to say, who was? Uh, Grizzly Smith. His, mm -hmm. He was, he was uh, working for the, for WWF, and they needed somebody in one of the spot shows they were going on. 
and wouldn't know if I'd be able to go. And well, I went ahead and went. I went up there, and uh, that's the only time I worked with with the WWF. Okay. One time, one time only. I didn't really care. It yeah. just to me, it it was different. And yeah. I worked with uh, Grizzly's boy, not 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 uh, Jake, but uh, but Michael. Yeah, Sam Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I worked with Sam Houston. That, yeah. that was the one I worked. With. I enjoyed the kid. I remember yeah. when he was just. He was still down there in Louisiana, and we'd, we'd ask questions and everything else. Big, tall kid. Yeah, yeah he was a good kid, too. Yeah. I never had any problems with anybody, really. That's now, good. You know, even with all the, all the traveling and all the people with different things, never really had one. I had one that test me pretty good. It was Hercules Hernandez. He's pretty yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. He but was. that was just his style. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was just stout. And yeah, he, and they always put me with him. Seemed like around here. <laughs> well, two two stout guys, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I liked it that way though. I'd rather have it that way than one of those guys that were looses. You know, just yeah. I I didn't like that. No, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> my stuff was you couldn't doubt what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I never well, I doubted it. Neither my opponent. He never doubted it either. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> So working for the AWA a little bit, um, how is that for you? Because I know it's more up north and uh, working in probably parts of it Canada. It wasn't bad. It was, it was cold. I remember went up there one time. My God, drove all the way up there in the snowstorm and all that. And they still had people <laughs> in the houses. But this was yeah. getting close to their end. Yeah. I worked with them. I did uh, up there, I did uh, his last match was... Uh, mm-hmm. Wahoo McDaniels did it on TV with him. Oh, we okay. went through. That was wow. his last match up there. Yeah, wow. I enjoyed. I I, I respected that man. Yeah. I, I really did. I respected almost all of the old timers. Yeah. yeah. Lou says, my God, yeah, what a what a hell of an animal he was in his time. And <laughs> still was. Still was. And I was in Springfield, Missouri, and they put him against me there when I was down for. Uh, Leroy McGurk in the territory. Okay. And I said, whatever. I told the people, I said, whatever you do, don't call him old man. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> payback, payback, Al. <laughs> oh, so let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, out of all the promotions you worked for during the territory era, what was probably one of your favorites that you really enjoyed and, and got a lot out of? I Louisiana was with Bill Watts is down there from Shreveport down that lower part of it, yeah. and the upper part in, in the Midwest you might say for Leroy up here when they split up. I I'd say I enjoyed more down in the South. The mm-hmm. people were very responsive. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, did they were just you might be hated by them, but they respected <laughs> you down there. Yeah, they respected you. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I think that was probably Carolinas. I could care less about. Okay, I walked out of that place two different times. I just didn't like it. Yeah, just some. There was like clicks, and, uh, and that wasn't me. It just yeah. forgive me. They, they may have their superstars over there, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess I'm not going to mention any names, but. Right. It's just uh, I just did. I wasn't happy there. Basically, yeah. uh, I tried, and 
I said, no, nah, no. Nah. I said, I'm going home. Just yeah. find somebody else to go out there on that. I'm going home. Yeah. And I, that's when I quit. Quit for a while. Well, basically, that was about pretty close to my end. I just started selling cars then. <laughs> there you go. But, but I still worked for Geigel off and on. You yeah. can always call Geigel up and say, Geigel, can I come in? He said, yeah, come on. Boom, I'll be yeah. there and be working the next day. You know? Oh, wow. That's great. That's I mean, that's yeah, good to that have a good rapport like that. Yeah, I always looked at him as almost as my dad, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was, he was about the same age as my dad. <laughs> okay, well, my there dad you go. Is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty neat. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, Chemistry-wise, who do you think, as an opponent with uh, you were up against, you had the best matches that you can recall? Uh, boom. That's, uh, a, that's a tough one. Sorry. <laughs> well, I wrestled with Bob Brown. God, I don't know how many times. Okay. Uh, but but he, even one time it was, he was the bad, uh, he was a good guy and I was the bad guy and they were more for yeah. him than they were me. <laughs> I had an old man hit me in, uh, uh, Columbia. And then I had another one, Tried to hit me in uh, Topeka, Kansas. Oh, wow. uh, they were they were classics, but uh, they were more. It's just uh, it's hard to say, really. Yeah, uh, okay. I had a lot of good rapport with with uh, um, oh, uh, God, my mind just went blank. Boom. <laughs> uh, now I can't remember right now. That's all Sorry right. about that. That's okay. No problem. <laughs> You know, when you're 74 years old, you yeah. go on one deal, and all of a sudden it goes blank. No problem. I want to ask you uh, just a couple more things. One is you turned heel one time that I saw uh, in your career. What Was that comfortable for you? Because you usually a, a baby face. Oh, yeah. That was an experience. That uh, that was in uh, down there in Louisiana. That yeah. was with uh, Jerry Oates. Uh, Jerry uh stubs yeah and uh this is when they told me when you come out of that ring if the if the people go completely quiet you've done your job mm -hmm. you've done real well that's called the white or uh, the uh, the white heat mm -hmm. that's the one where they're not screaming hollering they're just sitting looking at you and they say all kinds of things under their breath you can hear them as you walk by very quiet <laughs> And boy, that was that was that was the scary part. Yeah, they told me he says whenever you leave, don't stop and don't talk to them, don't look at them. Just do a nice slow walk out of there. Yeah, and it was it was great. It was great with that. They just went completely quiet. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jody Hamilton told me what to do. He says whatever you do, whatever you do, do not stop. Yeah, and I believe that that, but that was the best deal. I enjoyed. I be. I have enjoyed the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of second nature, I guess, with yeah. me. I always have been. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was the best time of my life, right there. Oh, okay. And I wrestled some of the best guys around. Yeah. That's when uh, Tommy Rich come in over there, down there. He went. We were in Biloxi. He be coming over. They come in there, and then I had uh, Wahoo come in, and uh, quite a few of them. Oh, 
Okay. From over from Atlanta, we're coming over there to okay. uh, yeah to, to Biloxi. But it was a it was good. It was it was good. Yeah. It was enjoyable. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just I, I mean I remember reading about it and I, and I watched it on, on on YouTube and I just always remembered you as a baby face. So when I was looking oh, yeah. stuff up, I was just like I don't remember him. But then you did, boy. And I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tried. I made. Go ahead. I made money when I went down there, and I turned babyface. Basically, you might as well say with uh, with the junkyard dog. Yeah, that was that was the, that was another experience that was interesting. <laughs> Couldn't do no wrong, boy. With the, you were with him as a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss him too. Yeah, New Orleans come in there, and you'd hear him stomping their feet and clapping and. I just stood there before we went in the ring that night and just I was simply in, in amazed at the, at the response. Yeah. They, he was over like big time. Oh, yeah. And I was glad I was there on his side. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can, can you give us a, a good traveling story with you in the car with somebody that, uh, you know, just sticks out in your mind? Oh, I got one. We were coming back out of uh, Wichita, Kansas. Jim Brunzel and me are in the car, and mm-hmm. we're coming back up toward Kansas City. And uh, we were drinking our beer like we always did. That's just <laughs> normal deal. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that car came up on me pretty fast. I was in my little Dotson Z I had at the time. <laughs> and this great big car came up behind me real quick, and all of a sudden, the light came on and started flashing. I said, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> well, I pulled over, and then the car pulled up beside me, and there's Bob Brown and Goggle. Just <laughs> laughing himself halfway. Just had a heck of a time. They enjoyed that. I got I got another one even better than that, though. Let's hear it. Geigel used to, Geigel used to travel with a shotgun in his car. Okay. Okay. He'd have him in the back seat. Well, he had it in his backseat one day, and he had Bob Brown was riding in the back, and my second wife, Shirley Black, she was in the front seat, and they were talking, and Geigel's driving, and Brown's in the back seat, and he's piddly farting around back there, and he's messing with that gun, and Geigel tells him, leave it alone. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, he had that thing in his hand, and he, Blew a hole in the floorboard of the <laughs> car. Gaggle uh, <laughs> said he just just couldn't believe he did that. But yeah, Bob Brown, he was he was <laughs> blew a hole right in there. My lord, the whole you can imagine how it was in a tight spot in Gaggle's Cadillac. Boom, yeah. boy. <laughs> That's great. That's uh, a they, good one. They were a character together. I'll tell you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you never. Brown used to. When we were working at the last before he passed away and stuff, he was we were working. He was security out there at the at the Woodlands, a dog track, horse track there, and mm-hmm. and it was he'd start fights, you might say, be <laughs> instigator, and then when it came down to really the nut and all the stuff going off, he'd just stand back and we'd have to take care of it. 
And then, then afterwards, he'd be around there picking up the glasses and the pens and the radios that fell off. He picked those uh, up. He never got involved in any of it, but he let us go do it. He let you just finish <laughs> it up. I clean up the mess. Oh, he'd just pick it up afterwards. <laughs> he used to chew them out for that all the time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, that's, yes, you retired from the ring in 91, uh, I believe. Um, yeah. And so... Here, what are you up to lately? You got anything going on, or you just... No, I'm no. just... I'm still working. I'm working security. It's still... I spent, what, 19 years at the Woodlands that closed down. Okay. And then uh, then I... When uh, my boss went up and started working for the 7th Street Casino, they from the Wichita... Uh, well, not Wichita, from uh, down in New... Uh, Oklahoma area, mm-hmm. they opened up a, a casino up there and, that he went there, and I said, I said, well, I was going to call him up, and he said, yep, you can have a job, yeah. come on back. So I was right there. I've oh. been there, what, 13 years now. Well, good for you. Yeah, it's, I enjoy, you know, it, it gives, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I got a house with three bedrooms, I kind of pick where I'm going to sleep at one night, you know, <laughs> and then boom, boom, and uh, I'm I'm single. I've been single for quite a few years now. Yeah. But that's all right. But uh, it gives me something to do. Yeah. My dad's still alive, so I spend some time with him. Try to. Well, He's good. 96 years old, well, going strong as all get out. Wow, that's and great. If I get his genes, I'm going to be in serious trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank still you. Still driving, for... doing all kinds of stuff. Oh wow, that's. But great. that I got I, I have no life. <laughs> I still try to go to the gym, work out, and do yeah. that stuff, though. But yeah. nothing serious like it used to be. Well, yeah, yeah. But still try. Well, good, good. Still try. Well, Mike, I want to thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate it, sir. I've enjoyed it. You know, it's uh, it's an honor and pleasure. And like I said in the beginning of the program, I really think you're you are underappreciated, and you really paved the way for the the guys of of. Uh, of today so thank you very much yeah the longevity the longevity for the guys now uh, i feel sorry for them doing all that stuff because all they're doing is just slowly deteriorating that body yeah. i've already had a hip replaced and and uh knees are killing me and one shoulder but yeah, I, yeah. you got to be careful what you do because it it yeah. does get you yeah. people may say all the what they want to about it but yeah. it's real yeah 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 it is it's real so well thank you again ladies and gentlemen mr mike george thanks for coming on sir i really appreciate it i appreciate you calling me all right take and care of yourself you too and folks if you're listening thank you and subscribe 